Don't you get tired of hearing about how polarized society is? Let us take a mindful and pragmatic approach. This podcast will break down internal conflicts, helping you navigate these topics and allow them to coexist in your life. I'm your host, Aisha, a lover of deep conversations, and let's get started. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Coexisting Podcast. And I'm very excited to start talking about internal conflicts with you. So I thought for the first episode that the most important thing is to kind of lay a foundation by explaining some basic concepts. So that is one thing that I'll be doing. I'll be talking about what are internal conflicts. And to kind of ease into the topic, I thought it would make more sense to break down an internal conflict, which hopefully is easy for you to digest. So let's kick this off by talking about internal conflicts and defining them. So when you look up the definition of internal conflicts, it says that internal conflicts refer to a struggle within a person's mind over a problem or a question. And it's typically the result of someone, you, me, having conflicting thoughts, beliefs, feelings, and actions around a topic within their life. And of course, the source itself of where this clash is coming from can differ. So not only can it be internal that you're having conflicting thoughts and beliefs, but it can also be that externally you're feeling some type of pressure, but internally you're not agreeing with it. Um, So the source itself of where it's coming from can be both internal and also external. I think that talking about internal conflicts is a way to achieve different outcomes and different shifts that are happening within society right now. If I can give an example, when COVID happened, it became really evident to me that society is still quite divided as a whole. You had the discussion that kept coming up about, are you pro getting vaccinated? Are you against getting vaccinated? That was really the topic of back then. And people were quite judgmental towards each other. So if somebody said, I don't believe in vaccines, the other side would judge them and also the other way around. That's one example. The other example is that in the U.S. there was this huge event that happened that led to the emergence of the Black Lives Matter movement. Well, I say huge event. For them, it's very normal. That movement also jumped to Europe in which people were starting to stand up and saying that, hey, in Europe, we also have these issues. But that also showed that as a society, we are quite divided because then you had people that understood where it was coming from and you have people that don't understand where it's coming from, which is only natural because we all have different experiences in life. Coming back to now, what you see is that topics about climate change, inclusion, and diversity are becoming super important now. For us to be able to accept these topics in our lives and to integrate these things in who we are as people, we need to learn, all of us, to coexist with opposition, to coexist with differences, to accept other opinions within our lives. And I think that by, instead of talking about if we are pro or against certain movements or certain theses, 
why not talk about ourselves? Why not talk about the internal conflicts that we have as people? Because only then, by realizing our own complexity, we can also start to accept differences between us and other people. Discussing internal conflicts gives us the opportunity to increase our life satisfaction because instead of getting anxious about decisions that we have to make or getting stressed about them, we are openly discussing them, understanding our own complexity and being more compassionate with ourselves, which hopefully helps us being more compassionate with people around us as well. Now, the research on internal conflict says that in order for us to solve an internal conflict, there are two things that we need to do. One is we need to become aware of what the conflict is, where is it coming from, and only then we can move on to step two, which is to take action to get to a place where there is less tension. Related to solving internal conflicts, I think it's important that it's more about the awareness of them, breaking them down, analyzing like the different aspects that it has. And also internal conflicts are such a personal topic that I always encourage you to kind of reflect on it yourself and see how you relate to it instead of taking all of the things that I've experienced and also apply them directly to you. All right, great. So now we've defined what internal conflicts are. Hopefully that was clear. For the first episode, I'm going to be talking about an internal conflict that I've dealt with for quite some time. I would say that now it's more or less solved and I also understand it better. And it's basically the conflict that I've experienced from on the one hand, really wanting to express myself through fashion because fashion is just fun, but also kind of I care about the environment and when I participate in fashion, I always felt quite guilty. So that's where the conflict was coming from, uh, which was leading to a lot of internal debates. So in this episode, I want to break down this internal conflict, explain to you where it comes from. And then I will have a structure in which first we're going to talk about, you know, some context about it. And then we're going to understand the role that fashion plays in our life. We're going to also understand the more negative sides of fashion. And then lastly, I will talk about a very important aspect in understanding why things can be conflicting, which is our personal values. So for a bit of context, how did I get into fashion? When I was studying, I started to go out uh, more. And I remember this moment extremely vividly. I went to a party after not having gone to a party for super long time and I had a sweater on and I looked around in the room and I was I was dressed up really uncool compared to the other people there and I felt so bad because the way that I was dressed did not reflect how I felt about myself internally and I can remember that being the moment that I decided no way I'm never ever ever going to a party dressed up like this again so what I decided to do is I started to consume fast fashion. Why? Because fast fashion is a very easy way to tap into fashion trends. And it's very cheap as well. As a student, I didn't really have a lot of financial resources to spend a lot of money on yeah, like quality clothing. So I thought, okay, the easiest thing for me to do right now is to just buy fast fashion. I don't even think that it was a 
conscious decision I made. It was actually the only option that I thought that I had. And that's exactly what I did. How I came to a point of not liking what I was doing is that I started to realize that a lot of the clothes that I had, I bought them because one, they were trending. Two, it was what I could find at that moment, just going in the city, buying something fast, a cute top here, a cute top there. But then it would stay in my closet and like not get worn at all by me. I remember specifically cleaning out my closet and just looking at these tops like, oh my God, the quality is so bad. I wore this a few times. I need to throw it away. So I would put it in a big bag and walk over to this recycle bin that they have in the city and I would throw it out there. I mean, I'm sure they either sold it again or used the textiles. Point being that through doing this, I started to realize that a lot of the clothes that I'm buying right now, I'm not even in love with them. And then I just end up throwing it away. Not only is that a waste of my money, but it's also a waste of the material. And as I started developing myself more and more, I realized like, okay, I'm really not okay with this. But I really struggled for a long time to get to a point of actually understanding what was happening inside of me and also coming to a point of finally taking action. So before going into that action part, let's first talk about where this conflict is coming from. And in analyzing internal conflicts, the fun thing about this podcast is that there are so many perspectives that you can analyze a conflict from or analyze anything from, really. And I think that for this episode specifically, we're going to play a little bit with psychology, but also history and look at some environmental facts as well. So the first component that I want to break down in understanding this conflict is to take some time to understand the role that fashion plays in our lives. From a sociology point of view, fashion has a few different functions within society. The first one is that fashion is a way for us to express ourselves, construct a unique sense of ourselves, And even within fashion, there are so many sub-movements. You can even see that on TikTok, these micro-trends that keep coming up, which gives us a lot of possibilities to combine different things together and really fully express ourselves in a very unique way. The second thing that fashion helps us with is it's kind of a way for us to manage the impressions that others have of us. For example, if I were to go to an interview, a job interview in a bank, which you can argue is a professional space, I can dress up in a certain way so people can perceive me as being more professional. So in this way, you're also managing the way that others are viewing you. The third thing that I thought about is that fashion is a way for us to keep control within our lives. There's a lot of uncertainty happening right now in the world. There is still the war in Ukraine going on. There is recession. There are a lot of layoffs and fashion is, you know, it's the clothes that you have in your closet. And it's one way to keep control despite everything that is going on within society right now. So when I think about these points and I reflect back on my life and I think about the interactions that I've had with fashion when I was a a kid full of imagination. (laughs) I mean, until it died down, of course. And also just more recently, fashion is super fun. It's really 
a way of self-discovery for me. And I really cannot imagine my life without an aspect of it being dedicated to fashion and self-expression through fashion and people connecting with each other because they are also into the same trends and you finding your tribe because people, you know, dress up sort of like you or maybe have the same aesthetic and you feel like, okay, I can relate to these people. We vibe on that level. So I think that taking these points into account, looking back in my life, I can totally relate to them. So now that we've spoken about that first component, so understanding that the role that fashion plays within our lives I think it's time that we move on to the second component, which is kind of understanding more, yeah, why this became a conflict for me. And that is through understanding the environmental costs that come with fashion consumption, which are both from a waste perspective and kind of the consumerist behavior that comes with it. So starting with the waste, these are some facts that I found through the WHO organization. I did not make them up. One is that the fashion industry is responsible for 10% of global carbon emissions. And they predict that if we continue at this pace of consumption, this number is projected to increase within the coming years. That's one. The second one is that 80% of textiles that are used within the fashion industry to produce clothes end up in landfills. Why? Because the way they work is that every season, they overstock on clothing. And as soon as the seasons change, what's in also changes. And because fast fashion brands are always keeping up with the latest and newest trends, these items, they just throw them out. So they just get rid of the materials, which is very unfortunate. And a bit related to the point that I just mentioned, their business model is Focus on shortening production cycles and making items available to us as fast as possible. And I read online as well that one of the famous fast fashion brands uh, of recent times can get an item from design to being available for us to buy within seven days. So you can imagine that they're producing faster, we buy it fast. The item is no longer trending, so we throw it out and the cycle continues. In line with that, the consumerist behavior, according to research, now we buy more clothes than ever and we keep them half as much as we did 15 years ago. And I think this piece of research is a few years old. You can imagine that now that the trends are shorter, that we keep clothes for even shorter within our closets. Also, we are heavily influenced by social media and we are always buying quote unquote trendy items. What companies do is that they put a lot of money in influencer marketing and what they want is for us to overconsume. So you have on the one hand that they are marketing their clothing through influencers. We follow influencers. We buy, we're overconsuming, they're overproducing, and then they're throwing a lot of waste out. So when I think about all of this, I, it, it, really, it really bothered me a lot what I was doing myself, which is why I also stopped doing it. <laughs> but at that time, I really couldn't get out of this thinking because on the one hand, it's like, okay, I'm a student and I don't have a lot of 
financial resources. I don't have a lot of money to buy quality clothing. At the same time, I care about the planet. And at the same time, I want to choose the option that is better for the planet as opposed to, you know, better for my wallet. But if I spend so much money on clothes, then I also won't have much money left to do other things, which I, I, and I really needed the money back then. So I, you know, you can see that this is kind of how internal conflicts play out, that you have different things happening within you at the same time, which is fine because human beings, we are complex beings. So it's okay that not every time our actions align with our feelings or thoughts But what's important is to become aware of what's happening. And hopefully this awareness brings kind of some movement within how we stand and how we go about it. So now I explain to you why I was conflicted about this. And I think it's the perfect transition to talk about personal values and why personal values are so important when we talk about internal conflicts. So researchers define personal values as kind of our way of differentiating between things that we consider to be good or things that we consider to be bad in our environment, in our lives, in our context. And it's the way you have to see it is that it's a internal compass that you have that guides you towards certain decisions. What's interesting about personal values is that there's a lot of different frameworks that you can use to analyze personal values. And there are personal values that are also specific per context. For example, there are personal values that researchers have found that guide people's behaviors when they are making a decision to buy something. So in this example, by clothing. So we're going to talk a bit about that. And while I talk about them, I'm also curious if you can already start reflecting or thinking about to what extent you can relate to these personal values, because again, it's very personal. And the way that I make purchasing decisions is also based on my own experiences in life, my upbringing, and all of these other factors that form me as a person. And it doesn't have to be the same for you. In either case, it would be good if when I mention them that you can also start reflecting about how you feel about it, how you see it playing out in your life, etc. So these are the personal values that researchers have found play a big role when people are consuming. One is self-respect. There is security. There is warm relationships with others. There is self-fulfillment. There is being well-respected and also creating a sense of belonging. And when I read creating a sense of belonging, it really resonated with me because if you remember the story that I was telling about, about me being in this party and not feeling cool enough, I think the reason why I decided that I really cannot dress like this anymore, I need to look cooler, was because I moved to a new city. And obviously when you move to a new environment, it's important to form connections with new people. So by doing this, I was also looking for a sense of belonging, of kind of participating with the group and looking like the group. And the way to do that was to buy those fast fashion items. So it's very interesting. When I read this, I was like, oh my God, this is resonating so badly with me. Whereas now my motivation for buying fashion items is completely different. 
I'm no longer buying fast fashion items just like that without even considering it. I'm mostly participating in buying secondhand items because I've come to a place where I moved in that conflict. I'm leaning more towards the side of, okay, I want to protect our climate. I realize that there's a lot of damage being done by the to the environment by the fashion industry, and I don't want to participate in it um, actively. So I buy a lot of secondhand clothing. So you can see that the personal value shifted more towards kind of, maybe you can say a sense of accomplishment. Or also you can argue that it's that I'm still looking for a sense of belonging, but now with a different group. And the reason why I use this framework is because I think it's important that we all realize that a lot of times the decisions that we make, we might not be aware of them at that moment. But when I look back, it's very clear to me why I was making certain decisions. And when it comes to conflicts, like internal conflicts, personal values are very, very important because this is the thing that's guiding us in acting besides our beliefs, our thoughts, and our feelings. Personal values are very important. And it's such a personal thing that I'm not even going to be talking about my personal values a lot because it's really going to be so different than yours. But good to always reflect on what your own personal values are when you're purchasing something. What is the thing that you're looking for? What is the thing that you care about? Maybe you're not even aware of this yet, but subconsciously, I feel like you always know what's going on within you. So after speaking about the role that fashion plays within my life, also why I was conflicted with my own choice of participating in fast fashion and talking a little bit about personal values, this is enough to get this podcast started and start talking about deeper topics. I'm very excited to dive into topics that are relevant to people. So please do let me know. I put the Instagram link in the description of the podcast. So let's connect there. Let me know if there are any internal conflicts that you think are important to discuss. For now, this was the first episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you enjoyed it. And yeah, I'm very excited for the next episode. And I hope to see you then. Bye.